Hello, listeners. This is a PSA that my microphone was having issues during the recording of this episode, and it was only discovered after it was recorded. Sam's voice sounds lovely as normal, but be prepared for mine to sound a bit worse, if that's possible. Shout out to the hardcore fans who make it to the end of this episode, and I apologize. It was fixed for the intro as well as the after show. Listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 208 for September 20th, 2018. This week we talk about who should go to the moon, lobsters getting high, bad tattoos, corporal punishment being boring in high school, and Nintendo Switch Online. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, uh, well, here we are again. This is it. Here I am once again. I'm torn into pieces. Is that Collie Clark song? Cluely Claxon. she's getting a daytime talk show. Why? Which, like, I'm here for, honestly, because Kelly Clarkson is like, I just imagine I love that her. she's very sweet. Oh, I love her. She's like tight with Reba. They're like BFFs. Uh, I love Reba. I mentioned Reba last week at the beginning of the podcast. I'm just remembering that. Every podcast, it's like it's like uh, 50 first dates. I just forget everything about the last one. <laughs> you forget that you watched an Adam Sandler movie? Oh, honey, I, that is burned into my retinas. Is I can't he in forget that? that. Is that why I haven't seen it? Yeah, it's Adam Sand- okay. Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Uh, see, I would watch it, but... I can't. I remember really liking the movie, but I was also like nine, so I had zero taste. Right. So I mean, I the last Adam Sandler movie I saw was Pixel Pixels. You know the video game one. Saw that one. Ooh. Oh my god, it was so bad. There were like molesty vibes in it as well. Like, Uh, oh my god, it was a bad movie. Anyway, speaking of celebrities, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Should we just get right into this? Because I've got one. I've mm-hmm. got one, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you hear about the Japanese billionaire who... Oh, the oh, one honey, that, that Elon Musk is going to shoot, shoot to the moon? Walks into a bar. Uh, yes, he's, gonna, he's going to go to the moon. He booked all the seats on the flight for 2023, and it says he'll be picking six to eight artists to join him. His quote is, I would like to invite six to eight artists from around the world to join me on this mission to the moon. These artists will be asked to create something after they return to Earth, and these masterpieces will inspire the dreamer within all of us. First of all, he calls it a mission. Top 10 vacations, not a mission. Top 10, like, things, top 10, top 10,000 things that could go wrong. And top 10, fucking, this sounds like a sci-fi horror movie. This sounds like a crazy rich billionaire from a sci-fi horror movie who takes all these random people to a planet and they all die there. I've seen this movie a bajillion where's Sandra, times. Where's Sandra Bullock? Is she going to fly out into space alone? Is that going to be all of oh us? We're just going to get shot out. I would into love space? a Sandra Bullock. You know who I want to? Who I really want to go? Mm-hmm. Katy Perry. <gasps> See, and this, I want him to leave her there. This is the thing. How about instead of artists, we just fill the cockpit <laughs> with people we hate? <laughs> and then shoot them out into space, and then they don't have any fuel to return back. Well, and just call it a little the, oopsie poopsie. Oopsie, sorry about that, y'all. The thing is, they don't say it's a round trip trip. Mm-hmm. They don't say it's round trip. They just say it's you go to the moon. 
How many how many artists, quote artists, end quote, are going to be on this flight, allegedly? Um, Six to eight and represent many different fields, painters, musicians, film directors, fashion designers, architects and more. Can you imagine, though? Oh, my God. Lady Gaga's. OK, I she's fine. I love her. She's super talented, but she is insufferable. Can you imagine if she went to the moon and then oh, made a she moon themed you know, album? She talks about how she she's would so never Italian. Shut up she's about been talking it. about how she's Italian the past 12 years. Imagine if she went to the moon. <laughs> be like i'm italian and i went to the moon if for the rest of her goddamn life uh, there's like there's a limit for me with with giving pop music meaning Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i feel like she's at the upper end of that limit with like okay there's only so much that this pop song can do for the world Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. i think she's hit that she's in the upper boundary of that situation Mm -hmm. i I love these hot takes um, Oh, that's just my hot take on Gaga on the Moon, honey. Oh, honey, you, I'm serving some beef with the tea today. Honey, oh, love just dip your some, beef into the tea. Love some beef. Snack tea. on that. God, uh, I can totally see Bjork though. No, okay. So here's here's what Bjork would do. Bjork would like <laughs> yeah. she would she would like shoot herself out into like she would even she wouldn't even be in a rocket ship. She'd like shoot herself out in like a Ziploc plastic bag full of flowers, and she'd go. Wow. The entire time, well, she's getting <laughs> shot to the moon, and then the moon what did like you do turned. To make that sound. I mean, I'm a professional Bjork impersonator, so. Oh my god, I, that's my day job. I I impersonate Bjork. I still have the tab up for Fifty First Dates. I got to close that before I start. Oh, myself. honey. Um. Okay, so I feel like who, what six to eight people would we shoot to the moon? One of those seats is reserved for Katy Perry. Okay, we have that settled. Where all are the other seven people? Katy Perry's like, PR people? Pop stars is all I can think of. Because mm. I'm not very cultured. I feel I like... I think, like, I don't know. It's kind of pointless to send Britney. I'm not sure Britney knows where she is. Well, the thing is, it's like... The time. The, if, anyway. if Britney, see, Britney would survive because she is, like, 98% crude oil. Like, there's there isn't blood running through her veins anymore. She's, like, an actual robot. So she doesn't need oxygen. She would survive just fine floating That's in space. True. Um, I can just see her being like, this ain't a planet, y'all. I feel like it's, here's a better idea. I oh, feel wait, like her music video. Oops, I did it again. Oh, my God. She's on Mars, I guess. What we should do is we should, you remember that time that um, DFTV Records sent you like three boxes of your own album because they didn't want to store it anymore? We should. Um, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> We should that shoot I own those them. boxes into space. We That's could be the first do. album on the moon. Oh, my God. Artists. Speaking of artists, you got a couple right here. Don't you know? Well, I, I mean, Elon like, I, Musk, Japanese I, billionaire. If you OK, if they would have done this like two years ago when Joe and I were really ready to die, it, I'd be kosher. I would lock myself into the seatbelt. I would drive myself to the airport. But nowadays I have too much to live for. Unfortunately, that is something I never thought I'd heard Sam Ravioli. Utter. I know. Right. It's it's incredible. Antidepressants are amazing. And therapy. I have a therapist appointment tomorrow. How about I digress. How about instead of shooting Katy Perry out into the shoot her into the moon? How about we just get like six to eight men that don't believe women when they come forward about sexual abuse and just shoot them into space? That so sounds like, like a all better the Republicans in Congress. All men. I don't know. All the men. That's that a whole like a other fucking mess right now. And I'm I would be quite happy blasting a few of those people off into I don't really want to send them to the moon because I feel like they would just like foul up the moon as well. 
Like they right. just don't need to be on a planet. Just they just like, like build a white nationalist headquarters on the moon. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, probably. Um, I would love the moon to be. I just I don't think it's going to happen in our lifetime, so I don't care so much. Mm-hmm. But I'm really ready for it to be colonized. I mean, our planet's going to shit. Like it's a hell in a handbasket right now. I need a change of scenery. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh yeah. I need a. I, I need like I need an a, all black sky and like negative 150 thousand degrees Celsius. I need That's the void need. of space to fill the void in me. I mean, honey, I thought you had a man for that. Did I just write poetry, honey? Is that a haiku? No. You you figure it out. I'm pretty that's sure not that's my not my job. I'm pretty sure that's not a haiku. I don't get paid for that. Anywho, <laughs> who would you? I've said about three people I would send. Well, you said all of the the congressmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there that any works. like actual artists, actual people who matter? Sorry, Congress, that you would send. <laughs> also, piggies, that... piggies squeaking, by the I'd, way. Sorry. I'd send all six to eight squeaky toys that you have of piggies to the moon. <laughs> I usually pick them up before we record and I forgot and I just heard squeaking beside me and I was like, and whatever. Last week during our after show, um, was it last week? There was like your building was falling down. There was like construction everywhere. So, oh, yeah, they just started just immediately hammering outside the window. Do you hear this? Do you hear this poor dog who Mm -hmm. sounds like he's he's suffering? Yeah, fine. Yeah, he's He's living in a goddamn third world. world country. Buckle up, buckaroo. (laughs) <laughs> piggy if piggy only knew honey piggy you know what piggy needs a reality check you know what he needs a trip to the fucking moon without me yeah okay. exactly Do you hear this? yeah he's like whimpering in the background like he's getting God. hit i just fed him and not only do i feed him like organically sourced motherfucking food that's like the easiest on his stomach mm-hmm. i also give him all natural motherfucking peanut butter with it okay he is treated so fucking well he's treated like a I'm king a, what a piece of shit Go sleep the rest of your life away <laughs> like you do every day. Uh, God. Me if I was a dog. Just sleep. Are there all any day. like artists we know who we would send to the moon or like film directors? I mean, I think like maybe Steven Spielberg or something, you know? I mean are we Give are we like are we sending people are we are we sending people we hate or sending people that like would actually like it, it would want to give them a good time? Well, well, not a good time, but like inspire them is what mm. is what the point of it is. Definitely be so like I feel like Steven Spielberg would be good or like well, JJ yeah, like, Abrams. Maybe they'll start making good movies, you know. Mm, yeah. Maybe it'll inspire that. Huh? Um I don't know. I don't think any drag queens deserve to go to the moon. Um <laughs> Here's okay. Here, you here's another hot take. Okay, I agree. Here's you ready for another hot. This is just like a. I mean, it's, it's always a, a hot take here. Um, there are so many like 19 year old girls getting tattoos of drag queens to their thighs or like tattoos of drag queens to their bodies. What? I don't know if it's just yeah, like people people on the internet are insane. But it's like I I. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me. I I cannot be emotionally attached to an image. Like I my my values change as I grow up. I don't think that I'm going to have the same attachment to Trixie and Katya. Like I don't have the same attachment to them now that I did two years ago. Let alone for the rest of my life. I can't imagine getting a drag queen tattooed to my body and like like thinking I'm going to feel the same way about this person in 55 years as I do right now. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I'm not emotional enough. Maybe I don't. You know care what I enough. did? What I got the Trixie Mattel Funko Pop. That's it. That's as far as I'm willing to go. Honestly, that's as, that's yeah, that's far enough. Honestly, like I, like like... I lo- loved them to death, but I don't understand tattooing that to my body permanently and expecting me to feel like 
the same way about them now as I do, like, you know, in 60 years. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I just don't understand well, the mentality about that. I think the situation with it is like some people, I think some people have gotten our lyrics, te- my, my lyrics, I should say. Yeah, tattooed you should on say, them. I do not want anything to do with that. <laughs> and uh, like, it's, it's, it's because they connect it with something like important in their life. Like, I understand some people song lyrics, but like, a, like, a, that, like a drag queen's right. face. That's what I, I mean. Get. Yeah. I mean, some people like worship them in a sense of like they saved me somehow. They like saved my Literal life. Jesus. They showed me a different way. Well, it's I guess it's different for everybody. Yeah. I have a like a I try my hardest not to uh, tell people lightly. their tattoos. Just <laughs> tell people their tattoos are horrible because uh, they can't take them off of their body. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. This uh, this uh, this hits close to home because someone um, close-ish to me uh, got a, got a tattoo that no one likes. No one around them likes, and it's ugly. And and everyone's like, we got to keep our mouths shut because if we let them know, like they're just going to be mad at us because like it's permanently attached to their body for the rest of their lives. Like, how are we going to keep our mouths shut about this? You know, every it? time we're near them. Tell me. I can't. I can't. Spill the tea. I can't. Honey, dip I, the beef in the tea. Usually I'm like all in on this sort of shit, but like this person's like closest, closest to like, it's like personal. Um, but Did they your made mom a bad get a decision. tramp stamp? Oh my God, no. I mean, I'd support I if, if my mom got a tramp oh, stamp, yeah. I would be there. I would hold her hand during the process. I'd be like, girl, when we're doing it. I would be on Skype because you know she uses Skype. My mom got her um, eyebrows tattooed. That's like a huge thing now. Like all my the white moms did are doing that. Well, well like, she's dead. Oh, well, I mean, her the tattoos probably still. I just imagine like digging up her grave and there's like the eyebrows are still perfectly intact, but everything else is a skeleton. I think the eyebrows are part of your skin. I don't understand how that then works. Then your skin rots away. Mm hmm. That's it. That's is the that, only. Is that how that that's goes? the only caveat there. I know. I know a bunch of white moms strong. who have gotten their like eyeliner tattooed. Like I like that she was did a that thing. too. Oh really? Wow. She, oh yeah. She got, she got Grammy Birdsong. Grammy Birdsong was fabulous till the death do us part, sweetie. Um. But yeah, I I know so so many of my of my friends' moms, especially, are getting their eyebrows tattooed, and my mom got it done. Um, and it actually looks really good. She's very, very light skinned and very, very. She has, she's a, a blonde basically. Um, and so it was a little bit dark, but they usually fade out. They fade a bit, and so it, it's it it worked out for her. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. Oh, just because tattoos. I don't remember. Oh, tattoos. She yeah, could, she should get like a teardrop tattooed on her, like, like they a, do in prison. Like, like yeah, like a prison tat. Oh, that'd be hot. I can totally see your mom with that. You have tattoos, don't you? I have three. And that's why I'm careful about like, uh, because I've I've showed them to some people and they're, it's clear to me they don't like them. And I'm like, well, Well, one, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you like it. Two, like, why would you, don't, don't tell me that. Well, like that, like you that's, know, that, that's the other it. half of this equation. It's like I, I, I would never go up to someone and be like, "Wow, your tattoo is absolutely horrible." Like that's it's just like rude. Like socially, that's not okay. And so, like, I, I don't want to like you know talk shit about someone's. I wouldn't want to talk shit about someone's tattoo behind their back and have them like find out because it's like no, I wouldn't say this to your face. Like I'm not going to talk shit about it. But sure, I, I guess I guess you are a good litmus test for this. Like how 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 do you feel about your tattoos? Because, like, you, didn't you get your first tattoo when you were, like, 18 or something? 
Oh, yeah, I got it on my 18th birthday. It was one of those, like, weak-ass 18th birthday tattoos. It's literally, like, a lightning bolt on my wrist. Oh, okay. You don't have any, like, big emotional attachment to it or anything? No, just all my best friends at the time were with me. You know, it was just the it was just the rebellious thing to do for, like, a straight-A kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'd never done anything rebellious in my life, and I was like, let's get a tattoo. Let's get a tattoo. I'm 18. I can get a tattoo now. Because that's what everyone it. thinks when they're 18. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a tattoo. And then you go to the tattoo and shop. It's like, I'm not paying $250 for this dot on my leg. I'm poor. It's like $45 or something. It's fine. Well, it's with you forever, though. It's like an investment mm-hmm. in your That's true. body. If there's any like pauses during this podcast, it's because Joe had to reprimand Piggy because he... Uh, uh, not reprimand. We do uh, positive reinforcement positive training. Reinf- you, you don't like break out positive the yardstick and start spanking him like it's 1996. No. I'm not a nun, and I don't. <laughs> I don't. Is that what nuns do? That's what they do in movies. I'm yeah, sorry right. if you're Catholic. Um, I'm sorry if you're Catholic for multiple <laughs> reasons, but I need I need to start apologizing better. I don't mm-hmm. apologize. I Love end up apologizing for other people. Oh yeah, I had to get Piggy a. So while like while we were both talking, I've become that dog parent. Who can like multitask so like i was recording the podcast while like consoling piggy and then i put him outside the bedroom and then he just started whining and scratching the door so we had to give him some fish sticks and some peanut butter in his kong love a fish stick did your parents ever like was your parent i i don't imagine your parents being like corporal punishment sort of parents i imagine corporal they would like punish it like, doesn't that mean like putting like you killing in jail someone? I don't um, know. What does what? corporal even mean? Corporal? I don't. Uh, that's not Define the right word. Corporal. <laughs> I know. I, I just. Pretty, like, does no, that I don't mean even execution? Know what it means. That pretty sure that means execution. Oh no, that's physical punishment such as caning or flogging. <laughs> yeah, my parents caned me when includes. I was a kid. Mm. <laughs> Imprisonment or death. Well, like, and did, death. Did you or your sister ever get like spanked when you were a kid, or like we, we did? Oh. Uh, my parents were spanking parents, but it was like a tap. You know what mm. I mean? It was. I think it was more of like a an em- embarrassing kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I I one hundred percent because I don't have kids, so I one hundred percent don't get involved in the like spanking versus non spanking because mm. it the debate is intense. It is, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. It's a lot of yeah. It's um, yikes. Why were you spanked? Well, I, I'm thinking about it, and like, I don't think because I'm the younger child. I my sister's old. She's three years older than me, and so I think my sister got like the brunt of it, and then like my parents were way more lenient with me because I was the second yeah. child. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I think like my sister and I. I think I got spanked like maybe once or twice. When I was a, a kid, like like young, like really young. But I think my parents like stopped that like like immediately. They were more of like the timeout sort of parents, like go to your room. Um my sister got her mouth washed out with soap a couple times, like those sorts of things. But I feel like the the longer it like the older we got, the like less of those sorts of punishments happened. I don't, I'm like yeah. thinking about it. I was like, I don't have like a specific memory of me getting spanked or like me getting because I, I don't know. I was a goody two shoes child who didn't do anything and wasn't any fun. So like I didn't get punished very often. My sister was the more wild child. So like in high school, she would like sneak out of her bedroom window and like really cool, cool, fun stuff like go drinking. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm going to be in my room. Um, 
so I didn't really get punished very often, but I'm just trying to think of if there was any times. I didn't really either. Hillary was the one who was the kind of, I mean, anything that she did, though, I did it too. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wanted to do everything she did. But we were, I mean, we were good kids. We were were boring kids. Like, the only thing to do, and once I got into high school, I kind of realized, like, Hillary had been all through it. She was already in college. And then I kind of realized my parents had, like, kind of stopped Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) They were like kind of they had moved on to the next phase. Right. They were like, Uh, we're not even going to try to deal with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I they and I had been good my whole life. So they had no reason to not trust me. So I I did start getting away with more in high school. But it was just like the dumbest things. The thing with me is like my since my my parents like my sister, like when my sister was a senior, I was in eighth grade. Like my sister graduated and then I was a freshman in high school. So as soon as she graduated, I was I went into high school and my parents were like expecting me to develop in the same way that my sister did, because obviously she's my sister. And so she was like rambunctious and more like outgoing. And she got into some trouble in high school because like that's what you do in high school. Right. And so my parents were worried about me. (laughs) They were like, Sam's like not getting into trouble. He's not sneaking out. So they were like, hey, if you want to like go to a party, we won't mind. (laughs) And I'm like, no, I'm to stay in my room and talk to my internet friends like a fucking nerd um and so my sister and i developed very differently (laughs) in high school my parents were like okay well i guess he's no fun at all so we don't have to worry about him one bit so wow and now 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 a boring adult i know literally nothing's changed you gotta get a dog you gotta they're a they're your child this is as close to a kid as i ever want to get to have you don't want to squeeze a, a kid out of your pooper no, I do enjoy, uh, you know, Justin's biological that the lesbians mm-hmm. have. That It's always a process to explain that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, One of them just turned one year old and uh, he's still fun. He's a hoot. But see, that's but nice no. because like you don't have responsibility over them. Like you don't have. No, like, I just get to play with them. And then, you and then like get go them to back Chuck to e. the Literally get to go to Chuck E. Cheese like once a year now, which is amazing. Uh, I wish. Speaking of pot. What? I don't know. But things you do in high school. I didn't smoke pot in high school. I didn't either. Speaking of pot, there's Mm -hmm. your segue. Have you seen this? Okay, this is from Eater.com. So a Maine restaurant, a restaurant in Maine, wants Mm -hmm. to kill lobsters humanely by getting them stoned. (laughs) Have you seen this? Uh, no, <laughs> but like, okay. what? Um, a restaurant owner, uh, Charlotte's Legendary Lobster Pound in Southwest Harbor, Sounds Maine. Sounds legendary. They're exposing lobsters to marijuana smoke before cooking them. Uh, did you, okay, so apparently boiling lobsters alive was banned in Switzerland earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they suggested stunning methods instead, such as electrocution or a stab between the eyes mm-hmm. prior to cooking them, which <laughs> doesn't that. sound, that doesn't doesn't sound, sound that much more humanely. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're like piping smoke, uh, pot smoke into the thing. And they apparently tested it on a lobster named Roscoe. Okay, and okay, Roscoe okay, was okay, <laughs> okay, okay, stop. Yeah, where am I losing you? Where stop. am I losing you? We're still, okay. I still got more. There's okay. more honey. You lost me when they named the lobster, okay? You're, when you're naming lobsters, you shouldn't own a fucking lobster restaurant, okay? If you're naming the well, lobsters before you're killing um, them. I would agree with that. Then uh, you're too attached okay. to the fucking lobster. Lobster named Roscoe placed him in about two though. inches in two inches of water inside a box 
they pump the smoke into the lip liquid. So it's kind of like a water bong, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's uh, a good contact tie for the lobster. Why are you Roscoe, wasting weed on a lobster? I have so many questions. Roscoe was returned to his tank without his restrictive claw bands with other lobsters for three weeks. And uh, Gil says he totally mellowed out. He never wielded his claws as weapons. Uh, and then uh, she hopes to have this process in place to sedate all her lobsters. Wait, by next how season. many, how much weed did they give this lobster where it was like tame for three fucking weeks? Well, first of all, there have been some scientific disputes about this. Because first of all, okay, Gil is even telling Islander, I don't know if that's a website or a magazine, THC breaks down completely by 392 degrees. So I don't think like that it, it doesn't carry over into the meat of the lobster for one thing. Mm-hmm. But scientists, I read another article and it was like, they don't, first of all, we don't even know if lobsters feel pain. We don't know if they have pain receptors or the yeah, ability no idea. to feel pain. Second of all, even if they did experience pain we have no idea of knowing if thc and marijuana even has any effect to them brain receptors and so that's like you have to get through all of these like loopholes and gates because apparently some invertebrates can get high and some can't so there's a probably a huge chance that they stab the fucking lobster between the eyes and then boil it for christ's sake i don't i don't eat i don't eat things that come out of the ocean Mm -hmm. seafood Uh, it's called I can't piss off the milk, you know. Oh yeah, that situation. Mm, mm, that's. Just, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't either. I After wonder. That, I wouldn't. If we can go one episode without one of us mentioning fish and milk things, <laughs> I, I wonder. Think so. if I that's think that's possible. that's burned into just, our identity. It as relates a to everything, you know. Mm-hmm. It just relates to everything. So here's okay. Um, ready for the hot take? Are you ready for my lobster? Oh, hot take honey, are this? you dipping your beef in the lobster stew? The lobster tea, honey. Um, my, I'm I'm dipping, honey. I'm sipping on that hot lobster bisque, hunty. Um, all right, let's hear it. So first of all, people wasting their weed on a fucking crustacean. What? Second of all, stab the fucker between the eyes. Third of all, lobster's not even that good, honestly. Boom. Mic it doesn't even drop. It, I don't know. I don't like uh, lobster. It's like whatever. I'd rather have crab. I feel like crab is better than lobster. Lobster's too sweet for me. It's weird. Like I don't want a sweet meat. Like what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about any of these meats that you're talking about. What about like clams? I like clams. Are those the ones you suckle out of their shells? No, those are oysters. Like like shucking shucking an oyster, then doing an oyster shot. My dad loves those. Oh my god. I think it's kind of hot to watch people eat them, but like it's kind of like it's like a spit or swallow situation for me. Do you know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like. You want to be, you see someone else swallow and you're like, ugh. But then like you're swallowing, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I'll send yeah. you some oysters in the mail and see how you feel. <laughs> oysters, oysters are fucking disgusting when they're raw. Raw shucked oysters are fucking disgusting. It's like, Don't it's you, like why swallowing. Why would you do it raw? Yeah, that's the thing. It's what? like you, you literally shuck open the oyster, you sprinkle some salt and put some lemon on it and you, sh- you fucking swallow the whole thing raw. It's like a giant loogie. It's like a piece of fucking snot. It's like gooey and gross, and it's like, like why would you ever? I don't know. Straight people, I don't understand. I don't understand loogies in general. I see so many men spitting on the sidewalk every time I, I leave the house. I only spit and in I'm the like, grass when I'm like in the wild. Otherwise, it's oh, like, okay. you can swallow that shit. Like it's not the biggest deal in the world. Well, I mean, isn't it? Your body's meant to swallow it. Do you know what I mean? It's like produced not to like we weren't made to have to constantly spit. 
That's we're true. not llamas, you know. I love a llama. I I don't understand it, and it really pisses me off. I'll be walking piggy behind him, and they'll spit, and of course he wants to go sniff it, and I'm like, no. <laughs> that is disgusting. Piggy, I will no. not have my child doing that. I mean, I'm a very um uh I'm a very mucusy person because of my allergies, and so I produce a lot more mucus than probably a normal That's human true. being. And so yeah. I have to get it out somehow. And so I blow my nose a lot and sometimes I have to spit in the drain. But like I feel like a lot of the times, <laughs> like nine times out of ten, it's like you don't need to do this. Especially like right, on a sure. sidewalk or like in the street. Well, like, stop that. I feel like some people do it for like like masculinity reasons like i'll right, see groups exactly. of guys like, look just how all gross spitting. i am they're mm-hmm. just all standing together spitting and i'm like what is this culture Ugh, straight culture straight culture that. anyways would you eat a lobster that's high uh i mean i wouldn't say no but i i don't know i is if it, if there's a premium attached to it then i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get it because i'm sure the lobster is gonna no have idea. to be more expensive because they're feeding it fucking weed they're not feeding it, but they're smoking it. They're giving it a goddamn contact high or whatever. I don't like this. I, this is too bougie for me. I don't know why people are even... Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I don't want to go to Maine. I'm sorry if you live in Maine. <laughs> there, um, there's another apology. I feel like Maine is on. like... I feel like... I don't know. Just cold. Maine, Maine sounds like the Montana of the East Coast. Like there's like, they I have like a Republican senator, Susan Collins. Like they're kind of like wishy-washy in terms of politics. They're kind of purple. They sound like us. I uh, almost worked in Portland, Maine. And by almost, I mean, I applied for a job there and never heard back. Like, what was the job? Seven years ago. I think it was at like a public uh, television station or public oh, radio yeah. station. I don't remember. You've never had a radio show. So I don't know. I've never, I don't know anything about radio. I mean, no, never. No, nothing about radio. I don't, I don't know re- her. Joe definitely didn't talk to me for hours about how anxious he was about doing a radio show. And would never do that. First of all, I've never been Um, anxious. I don't have anxiety problems. Speaking of things that shouldn't exist, Nintendo Switch Online came out yesterday. And um, for $20, I played Dr. Mario for seven minutes. And uh, then I was was done. (laughs) I was over it. I got it, too. Wait, did you do the trial or did you just go ahead and pay the 20? No, I did the trial. I did the trial. I didn't pay any money for it yet. I just paid the 20. Well, here's here's the thing. I feel like that. $20 $20 a year isn't anything. I feel like that's that's a, a good deal for getting literally nothing. Like, I'd, ra- it's, I'd rather it be $20 a year for nothing than $60 a year for nothing. You know, the I price feel like is the, right. The price is, is right true. for literally nothing. Um, But so I don't know. Like, I, I don't think the people complaining about the price point. I don't think that's a really valid argument. I think the, the valid argument here is that, like, Nintendo doesn't know how to do online. <laughs> they still don't. <laughs> And it was a disaster yesterday during the launch. Um, The thing was, why I went ahead and bought the 20 was, like you said, $20 a year is like the cheapest online fucking service ever. Right, exactly. But then I was going to do the trial and it was like, when your trial's over, we'll automatically enroll you in the monthly. And the monthly is like... I don't want to do the monthly. It's it's $4 a month. It's like, what? Yeah, $4 a month. So you end up paying like twice as much if you do it for the whole year. And I was like, I know I'll forget in seven days. Right. And get automatically enrolled in this fucking monthly thing. And then I'll be suckered. Mm-hmm. So I did. I went ahead and did the year thing. But yeah, they don't even have Mario Bros. 2, which is my favorite Mario game of all time. I know. And apparently they're going to like they're going to introduce like two new NES games a month. It's like that's nothing. Plus, the NES games are going to introduce are horseshit. They already have like the next six that they're going to introduce in the next three months. It's like, what are you doing, Nintendo? Like, how well, is this incentive? Like, I no one wants to play NES games. Like, no. maybe SNES games or maybe like, you know, Mario 2. 
or like Mario three is nice, I guess. But like I've played that so many goddamn times now. I don't know. It is nice, though. Like you can play online with other people, though, with Mm -hmm. Mario and stuff, Mm -hmm. which is nice. But yeah, like you said, I'd rather have I don't understand why so far in their language, it seems like they're limiting it to NES. And it's like, why are you limiting this to NES? Please make it SNES. I know you can run in 64 games here. I Mm -hmm. know you can motherfucking run GameCube games here. Like, just just give us more shit. I think and I that, do. I don't like that it's locked in the subscription. I don't. Right. I would. Yeah. I would much rather just Pay be able to buy for... these games individually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't own them. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Well, the thing is, is like the so the um after you become a Switch Online member, then you can download the NES application, and it it phones home. It 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 telecommunicates or communicates with the N- Nintendo. It has telecommunication, to telecommunication, like honey. It has to at least once a week. So if your if your Switch is mm-hmm. offline for a week, then um you can't play the NES games that you are subscribed to because it doesn't know if your subscription's active so that's wonky but like that's a subscription-based model here's the thing here's my comparison i feel like Uh the best way for me to explain this is i would like i don't mind paying twenty dollars a year for um like a a non-dedicated server online with 20 shitty nes games Blah, blah, blah. I don't really mind paying $20, but I would rather pay $60 a year for like a full virtual console library and dedicated multiplayer servers from Nintendo. I'd rather pay more to get more than pay literally nothing for nothing. That's kind of how I feel about the situation. Like I'm willing to shell out a $60 a, a year premium for a good online service, even if it is subscription-based. If you had your entire NES, SNES, N64 library, you had a full virtual console, I'd be way more willing to spend more money. Um, but you aren't fucking doing that. And so I'm like, you know, I, I'm i here with my money, Nintendo, but you aren't bringing the goods, so I'm just going to probably end up going to Homebrew instead. What's really interesting is that the the NES application has been out for less than a day and um, someone already has opened up the package and looked into the code and it literally has .NES emulator ROM files inside of the application. So all you have to do is inject a .NES ROM file into the app and sideload it onto your Switch and you can play whatever NES game you want. Like, it's super, super easy. So, like, the homebrew community is going to go fucking wild with this. Apparently, it's really, really similar to the coding in the NES Classic, which makes sense. But it's like, I'm just waiting for the homebrew community to, like, get their grubby hands on this and be able to inject your own games and shit. Like, someone already has, like, Kirby's Adventure running on it. Like, it's been less than 24 hours. So, things are going well. Kirby's a scam. I, I mean, paying, paying $60 for a Kirby game that's literally 27 if seconds. If, if the only, the best price, the only reasonable price for a, a Kirby game is free. I almost said a Furby game. Oh, Ooh, honey. honey. Oh, you'd honey. Have to, you'd have to pay me to play that, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> they also, their cloud save doesn't work with Splatoon 2. I know. <laughs> And that is the one game that you need cloud saves on. It is literally the one game you need cloud saves on. Because if you f- lose your file, you lose everything. You lose your ratings. You lose all your weapons. You lose all your gear. I was like, it is, it's unbelievable how mm-hmm. stupid that is and how stupid it is that they didn't think about it. Like, it's, it's a nightmare. Like, I don't want to play Splatoon 2 anymore because I don't want to get too attached to my saves because if something fucks up, it's gone. 
Well, let me just uh, give a shout out to Checkpoint Save Manager on gbatemp.net or GitHub. It is a homebrew application that makes it super fucking easy to um, download all of your saves to your SD card. Doesn't matter what game it is. Even Splatoon I 2. I don't support hacking. I'm anti-hacking. Well, you're anti you're, uh, anti, uh, anti uh, tampering anti with the elections. Anti tampering with elections. I see. Well, so if you really, I, I already, I backed up my shit long ago. But like, yeah. it's literally, it's so stupid how it's like they're cherry picking which games can be cloud saved and not and and not cloud saved. It's like this is so Nintendo. Of course, they're bad at this. Um, it's just disappointing. The thing, though, if you if you have digital purchases, you can play those on other switches. Yeah. So there's like they didn't even announce this during the like uh, the Nintendo Direct, which we haven't even talked about. And we're already 40 minutes in. Um, They they didn't even announce this. But apparently, if you have like a secondary switch, you can like play your like you don't have to like double pay for your downloaded content. But like there's some sort of restrictions on your secondary switch compared to your primary switch. Like, I don't think they can play the same game at the same time, but, like, you can play them when the other's not offline, or when the other one's not online, and the secondary switch has to be connected to the internet in order to double-check to see if the other one's online. I don't know what it is. But it's, like, it's all physical copies. Well, there you go. (laughs) Because they're cheaper on Amazon. Oh, my God. Well, they were. Well, you still get $10 off. Well, don't don't you get $10 off, like, in 90 days or whatever? I thought it was $10 off to, like, use on Amazon, which I'm fine oh. with. I'll just use it to, like, buy piggy food or I whatever. I thought there was, like, a limit. I thought there was, like, a time frame where, like, we'll give you $10 in 60 days after you after the purchase or whatever. I don't know. It's all a scam. Everything's it's all a, scam. a scam. Scammed. Any, any, anyways. Well, there you go. Should we move on? There's a review of my favorite thing. So, Joe. Yeah. What's your favorite thing this week? Yeah. Um, first of all, I just have to say, Peachette is weird. I don't approve of whatever Peachette is. It's unnatural. <laughs> it's against God's word. It's against God and humanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. And that is from, if you don't know what that is from, the Nintendo Direct, they showed super new Mario Super Amazing Deluxe. Talk about Wii beating a dead horse. Like, like this version. game came out for the Wii, like, 150,000 years ago and they've been updating it. They made a version yeah. for they made a version for 3DS, they made a version for the Wii U and now they're making a version for the Switch. It's like it's not that fun of a game. Stop. It's not. I've played it <laughs> and it's not fun. It's get and make a new one. Okay. But, and it's make also a like, I, new game. I played this game all the way through 15 years ago. I don't need to do it again. Stop shoving it down my throat, America. I only just started playing it with Tegan. Mm. Uh, he has it on the Wii, and I was over it. Yeah. I was like, let's play Mario 3 because it's better. There you go. Uh, anyway, and Peachette mm-hmm. is like something that Toadette turns into. Yeah, and she's the abomination like they Peach. introduced for this version. <laughs> I don't know. She looks just like Peach, and except she's not. She's like a, an evolved form of Toadette, and it leaves all of these open-ended questions like, what is Peach? Yeah, like, how is, like, does this, co- this, does, does this enter the canon? Like, what is this? I don't oh, like so it. Confusing. I don't. They should have just put Daisy in the game. They obviously wanted Peach to be in the game. That's why Peachette was created. But Peach has been captured by Bowser, so they couldn't have her in the game. Because she's fucking useless. That's why she, she keeps getting fucking she captured. she always has to be captured. Did you just victim blame her? Yes, I did. Well, honestly. okay. After, I feel after like getting, after, after getting captured this many times, this is so problematic. Yeah, it is your fault. If you mm-hmm. get captured more than three times, I think you kind of deserve it. I could not believe Joe and I turned into libertarians. 
Uh, anyway, my favorite thing this week. I just have to do it. It's just the second week running. It's Shadow of the Tomb Raider again, honey. It really? is that good. Wow. I am about, uh, so I've started my Let's Play of it on my channel, but I'm concurrently, like I mentioned last week, playing my own playthrough of it while doing the Let's Play of it. And I think I've got like uh, maybe 12 or 13 hours in it. And so and, like, uh, what, where is this in your hierarchy of best Tomb Raider games? Where does it sit currently? Okay, so that's difficult because I have two hierarchies. I have classic Tomb Raider and reboot Tomb Raider. Okay, so but just an in, in reboot. In reboot, it's number one. Rise oh. and Tomb Raider 2013 are just not good games. They are absolutely third-person shooter games. They're not fun. Mm. In this, in Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider so far, I have been in like two combat scenarios. Neither of them was very big. And the rest of it has been exploration and actual raiding of tombs. What? Yeah. Like that's it is, insane. It's good. I finally given the people what they want after like three years of like about to raid tombs. Now you're actually raiding tombs. And I can turn off the fucking white paint they put on ledges to show you where to go. You can like mm. turn that off. Like I've been lost in the game. You and, and that's what you want. It's it's linear to a degree, but I you, I. There, there are like big hubs where you can explore different things and I'll get like turned around and be like, hold on, I need to go back here. Like, it's just, it's very fun. It sounds like there's tombs beautiful. and puzzles. Oh, honey. The first like two levels are tombs and it's just like mind borgling. God bless. Uh, but I've also been playing a whole lot of Stardew Valley again. I started my third farm. Oh, wow. I need to get back into Stardew Valley. I just got way too rich. Like, I feel like you hit a point in the game where your greenhouse is full of ancient whatever, mm-hmm. and you got a bajillion kegs and casks in the basement, and you're raking in like a million dollars a week. Yeah, And exactly. it's just not fun anymore. So it's, I started uh, it's not a new fun farm. to be this rich. It's just not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh, this is the first farm I've ever done the community center. With. Oh yeah, exactly. Because you I like to sell Joja out to Joja Mart. I love Joja Mart, honey. <laughs> I got my Joja Mart tea. Joja Mart, my t-shirt, not tea. I use my, I drink my Joja Mart cola. Joja cola. Got mm-hmm. your Joja sign in my house. So how is how is uh, this playthrough now that you aren't selling out to the man? Uh, I hate it because before <laughs> all I had to do was like raise a lot of money, and now I have to like. You have to actually scavenge for shit, shit and grow stuff and donate yeah. it. Yeah. It's winter it's year involved. one. I've done three of the bundles, th- not three of the bundles, three of the like individual rooms so far, mm-hmm. which is good. I'm making really good progress. Um, I think I'll have it complete by year two. Is the multiplayer patch two. coming out for Switch? Uh, so he said that it is still coming, but they don't have a date. He didn't want to okay. like provide any false, make any false promises. I mean, I'd rather but, them not make any false promises than like yeah. keep pushing it back I, and pushing it back. I started playing it again because, you know, I've been having more and more like anxiety and panic attacks mm-hmm. and it's like the perfect thing to play. The music's relaxing and I was sick of summer and I wanted it to be fall and winter. And so it's fall and winter in the game. I am so into it getting cooler out. Like I'm ready for right. it. But also what I realized is like I am that bitch who really likes cold things during the winter and likes hot things during the summer. Like oh I my was God, eating like the rest of the population. Well, no, I thought that everyone liked ice cream in the summer and chili in the winter. And I'm the exact opposite. Like I wait, you like cold things in the winter. Yeah, that's what I just said. Listen, <laughs> I'm not listening. Uh-huh. That's that's the, the listen, most truthful honey, Joe listen. has ever been in listen. this podcast. 
listen. You better listen because I'm not. Okay. <laughs> God. But yeah, no, I was making chili the entire summer and now I'm like, oh, I really want ice cream. And it's like 55 degrees out. I'm like, hmm, well, that's that on that. That's um, that on that. That's the news here that's with Sam Ravioli. And that's that on that. Well, Becky, one of these days, Trisha. I'll have to buy the new Tomb Raider game in like four years when I can afford it. Uh, and when you have a computer that... When I have a computer that run. isn't running Windows ME. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah. Toads you know. still recommend, though. And the third thing I want to talk about... God. ...is Cheese of the Week. I didn't try oh. new cheese this week. Oh, but disappointment. I, did. I, I found pumpkin spice cheese, but it was in a cheese dip. And I was like, I'm Ooh, not no. entirely Don't sure shit. I want to go there. Mm-hmm. But I made a quick loaf. I bought a loaf tin at Marshall's uh, and I made a cheddar and olive loaf. Ooh, was that good? It was v good. And instead of just getting shredded cheese in a package which is like kind of it's coated with powder stuff so you have to be yeah. careful uh i sh- i grated the cheese myself oh honey that's it that's my one accomplishment that was the end of the story the loaf was good it was quick loaf, so it didn't have yeast in it i made it with baking powder mm-hmm. and so it was kind of like cornbread with cheddar and black olives in it it was good. honey there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong and justin made turkey chili so it went perfectly with that oh i love chili i have a bunch of frozen chili in the freezer because yeah. that's where frozen things go uh, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all adding up. Yeah. I made a bunch of my what? instant pot like six months ago and I froze half of it. And so I'm like, anytime I want chili, I just throw it in and warm it up. And now I'm crazy. I've been eating it daily for lunch for like the past week. I love that. Oh, that's I'm me. I, that was, been sad. That's been me with, uh, I made barbecue pulled pork like four days ago. Mm, and I've been eating honey. it for dinner every day. And by the time I'm over delicious. it, it'll be gone. Do you make it like with pineapple? No, but I've heard people do that. And like, that sounds really good. Yeah, it's good. It's he likes it super shredded and I don't. I like it. Mm. I like chunky pork. I like mine chunky. Yeah. Yeah. So I I always try to like not break it up. I'm always the one in charge of like once he puts it in the pot, I have to break it up after like five hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just don't usually. (laughs) Well, here's the thing with mine. I made mine in the instant pot and I only had to cook it for one hour. What? Start to finish. And it was pull apart shreddable you put it in raw yeah what put it in me raw instant pot we're getting um oh my god we're getting the mixers that they use on great british bake-off the stand mixer oh yeah the i think it's the the kitchenaid artisan i think Uh, it's the artisan is it the one where the bowl goes up and down or is it the one where like the the thing goes up and down no it is the nothing goes up and down this is not an automatic dildo. You've been watching too much Chatterbait. <laughs> Does Chatterbait still exist? Uh, last time I checked, it did. When was the last time you checked? I didn't know you frequented it's, Chatterbait very often. I don't. It's been a long time. But last time I was on it, there was a guy with one of the like machine dildos. So like everyone, every time someone Love tipped a machine. it, like, blasted him. Hilarious. Great quality Yikes. entertainment. What were we talking about? Oh, KitchenAid no, it's the, the KitchenMade. Justin's selling it. He said, if I sell his DSLR on eBay, I get to use the money to buy the KitchenAid stand mixer. Uh, oh, my God. KitchenAid stand mixers are an investment, but they're so worth it. They're literally indestructible. I have one. Yeah. I think we talked about this a while ago, and I love it. 
I'm excited. I'm very excited because uh, then I can make like stuff with the dough hook. Mm, so. Yeah, it's so easy. Like it, making chocolate chip cookies in it is like so easy. So easy. I'm ready. Ah, uh, you're going to be anyway. such a baking woman. Oh, honey, Justin cooks and I bake and we're just the perfect couple. Ugh, barf. We're just perfect. <laughs> we're just perfect. Perfect. All right, what's your favorite thing this work? Um, well, since you picked like 12 favorite things, <laughs> um, my favorite thing this week, it's actually really short. So I'm glad that yours went longer because uh, I don't really have much, as long as you want, honey. much to say about this. But um, I got my knives sharpened, my kitchen knives sharpened. Oh, I saw. Last on week. On Twarter? On Twarter. Um, so here's the, here's the situation. Mm-hmm. I live in a, in a tiny little village in Alaska, allegedly. And um, there's a guy that sharpens knives. He has a little hut. It's attached to his fucking um, car. And it's like an Animal Crossing game. He only appears once a week for a certain amount of time. And in in my little, you know, village in Alaska, he only, the knife sharpening guy only appears on Fridays from 11 to 3. Is this a real thing? This is a real fucking thing. I couldn't find anyone else to sharpen my knives. No, he has like a little trailer, like like a trailer with all of his like sharpening equipment that he tows around. And he parks it in front of this. Uh, our sporting goods store here in Missoula. And so for the past four months, I've been like, oh, I need to get my knife sharpened. And then every Friday I forget or it's Friday and it's four o'clock and he's already gone. So this time I was like, I made three alarms in my phone. I made two things in my calendar. I had a carrier pigeon come and, you know, slam into my window to wake me up at six o'clock in the fucking God, morning. You really and need a lot to do. Things. I, honestly, I am very high maintenance when it comes to waking up and I got it done. And it was like $28 to get six knives sharpened. It wasn't bad at all. And honey, they are razor fucking sharp. And I was like, wow, I've really been missing out because like it takes so much effort to like cut through meat. Well, sure as shit. Yeah, it is difficult to cut through meat when you're using like the dullest knife in the goddamn world. And so now I have like six really sharp knives, three really sharp chef's knives and like three really sharp pairing knives. And I'm good to go. I'm set. And I'm so happy. So, pro tip, get your knives sharpened. It really helps with cooking. So, Don't there you have, go. Can't you buy sharpeners? I've never, it never has crossed my mind to take my knives to somebody to get them sharpened. Well, here's here's the thing. Especially um, someone in the back of their trailer that they pull along with them. Because then mm-hmm. I would think they were going to murder me. Oh, absolutely. You know how weird it is carrying six knives in your hand, like out of your car, walking to a trailer? Yeah, it was it was odd. It was an odd experience. But it went through just fine. He was super old. He was like 75. Regardless, yeah, you can buy knife sharpeners. Um, but you can damage your knives if you don't know what you're doing with a knife sharpener. Also, um, if you want to get your knives really sharp, you have to get an electric knife sharpener, which can be really, really expensive. And then I don't have a place to put this giant fucking electric knife sharpener. So it's easier for me to just get my knives, take them to someone who's a professional and have them deal with it instead of me buying a bunch of fucking equipment and like fucking up my knives and like probably injuring myself. So Very um, interesting. Razor sharp knives. Kitchen pro tip. It's way more dangerous using a dull knife than it is using a sharp one because you can slip on things. You lose your grip. You're using too much force when you're cutting through things and shit becomes dangerous. So sharpen your knives. It'll make your life wow. a hell of a lot easier. And um, yeah, there you go. That's my PSA from Sam. PSA. Sam Ravioli. The more you know. Does Justin have your knives sharpened? Do you guys even need... Have you gotten your knives sharpened ever? 
I don't know. I brought one knife with me. Well, two knives with me when I moved in. He's got a set. Mine were they, were are they from... those, pl- those knives that you get in the Play-Doh sets that you cut through the dough? Uh, excuse you. Mine was from Family Dollar. <laughs> so, uh, uh, is back that off much of better? It. It, it's actually, we use it all the time. He uses it more than he uses his knives. Oh, wow. Um, the Family Dollar special. Oh, honey. When you're at Family Dollar, you're family. Is that and a is dollar? That, is that try? <laughs> yeah, if when you're a family dollar, you're a dollar. You're a dollar. Uh, mm. I don't know. It was. It's a good knife. I've never sharpened it. It's probably due to be sharpened. Mm. We cut. I don't know what we cut. Justin cooks. I don't know what he's cutting. I don't in there. understand how knives work. I, I don't know it. Sometimes there's a knife on my plate when we have steak. That's it. That's all I know about it. Oh, I bought him some really nice, ste- uh, nice steak knives. Mm. I think it was last Christmas or his must have been Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, I gave you a steak. Oh my god! <laughs> Are you crying? <laughs> I was drinking my coffee, and I was, and then when you were done, I was like, "That was good." Well, I guess we're making music again. We're making a a, a holiday album. God. Anyways, <laughs> sharpen your knives, y'all. You'll thank me sharpen later. Sharpen your knives. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite uh, things. You know what I'm thinking we should do? Because we're doing a bonus this week for all should of you we, lovely Should we Patreon save our patrons. question for the bonus and make people pay money for it? Let's do it because it's a good question. <laughs> it's yeah, a good question, question and I and uh, and I think it would uh, be good mm-hmm. to oh, do okay. in that the answer. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it in the after show. So uh, hope, uh, hopefully you're uh, your patron because you can listen. You should sign up. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna uh, be great. As usual, though, we do always need more questions. Text us, call us, email us. Sam lets you know how to get a hold of us in the outro. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. Mentioned it one more time. We are doing an after show this week. It'll be up probably sometime this weekend, and then next week we'll be back with another classic. The show with Sam and Joe. Oh God. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments, or leave Leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Allison B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Darren C. Fabian P. Feliciano D. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Max S. Megan N. Michael C. Mike B. Nicholas M. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Scott A. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The The Show. Show!